And if you want burgers, you'll have your choice of three burgers. You got the quesadilla burger. Come on. You got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes. Or you got the classic bacon burger. Oh my God. I'm a burger kind of guy. We'll start with some appetizers. No. Here's us, nice. y'all. Yes. We'll always have Applebee's. <laughs> Come on. You got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes. Oh. Yes, that's right. Uh, Survivor 42, episodes 6 and 7 are over, but we're just getting started here tonight on Super Made of Brothers podcasting as we continue our coverage here of uh, Survivor season 42. I'm Dave Mader, joined with my brother Jeff Mader and co-host Jamil Robinson, streaming live here on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch to uh, to break this down as we got to our, our merge episode, guys, or our pre-merge episode. And uh, very much like season 41, we got the uh, the whole um, uh, the hourglass happening, but a different cast uh, and, a, and a, a different dynamic than in season 41. So a lot to break down here tonight. And, you know, it it's big. It's good. It's good. It's big. It's Applebee's. <laughs> That's right. Applebee's is back, Jeff. I called so much BS on this. I'm like, no. Marianne, stop it. You do not care about Applebee's. No, there's not a single Canadian soul I know that's gonna yell like that for Applebee's. Applebee's ain't no thing up here at all. Well, we have we have Applebee's in Canada. I know that's why I said it. I, I didn't say that it doesn't Jeff, exist. Uh, bring your mic closer. Where, where it's close. Where where is this Applebee's? Uh, there's we can Applebee's. Do research. We can find out the closest location. They have a few locations in Ontario for sure. Uh, Applebee's. Where? Maybe where I can go enjoy an Applebee's pineapple oh, Rita on Mavis, just below Britannia. So in Milton or in Brampton? No, in Heart Lake, Heartland, which is in Niagara Falls. It's uh, that would be probably the closest one to us. That's an hour away. Um. But you know, every time I'm in the states, it the, there are Applebee's up, very plentiful. Jeff, yes. But when TJ you're in the states, you don't go to Applebee's. No, <laughs> I remember like that time we I went on the trip with Chris Seymour down to New Jersey, and you know, I was like, hey, like because uh, we ended up going to like this place with Ming, where it was like you know uh, like more gourmet burgers and like you know it's kind of more right. posher food, and, and Chris was like, why are we go to Chili's? I know it's a different chain, but it was <laughs> it's kind of the same uh, in a lot of ways. He's like, I just wanted to go to Chili's, not have to buy these expensive burgers. Answer, answer to your question: <laughs> There's one by Port Perry and Pickering. There's one in Innisfield. Um, there's one in Niagara, and then there's one in Windsor. That is all of the Applebee's in southern Ontario. Okay, but we have it. And, it's not. Where it's does Marianne live? Where does Marianne live? Uh, she's in uh, Ajax. She's not going to no Applebee's. She might go to Pickering. Pickering's not that far for her. No one's driving to Applebee's, man, from Ajax. Well, it's no. closer to it's closer to Omar. He's in he's in Whitby. Pickering is is even closer. No, they're not going. Who's going to Applebee's? Nobody's <laughs> no, all choices. Yeah, but so I could live right better... next door to Applebee's, and I wouldn't go to Applebee's. You got better options in Canada, like a Milestones, maybe a Milestones uh, Branton Highway. They are not know. a sponsor of Survivor season forty-two, so they they get the plug. I'm not questioning them as being a sponsor. I'm just talking about 
fake enthusiasm and that was fake enthusiasm i think after 12 days of eating nothing but like what you could catch on a beach i guess like anything sounds pretty amazing you know no, like i disagree even if, even if it was like the worst like not my favorite chain if, uh jeff what would be the worst case scenario for you for a restaurant that they're going to come to you after 12 days of living on a beach with not much food uh the taco bell probably would be the worst case scenario because you would just choke it down and then it would be diarrhea for mm, that's a worst know. case scenario but like food, you, would, runs. you would not be excited for a restaurant you would not not be too excited like yeah for. like anything mexican chipotle like anything taco really yeah, yeah because i feel like if after 12 days you would just inhale it it wouldn't fill you up too much and it would kind of it would be diarrhea you know like my issue with that is a lot of taco Mexican dishes are rice based and therefore you already had rice. Why am I getting more rice? I want, I don't want the rice. I want the meat. Right. 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 Yeah, that makes uh, sense. It's big. It's like, it's a general chow's chicken or something like that or something. <laughs> no, like, I wouldn't I mean, want, I wouldn't want Chinese food either. No, not Chinese. Food. Chinese food would slug you down. Yeah. That would be tough. Yeah. And, and plus I wouldn't have something to drink immediately afterwards. Like I would, be feeling it afterwards that i would want to like i'll be thirsty like crazy mm -hmm. right um so no not that yeah but guys um okay we gotta talk about this episode there was it was a two-hour episode right there's a lot a lot that happened here we got the merge the challenge we can talk about the applebee's of course of it all but uh you know the the they, this is like same format as season 41 so they you know they we get this like this pre-merge here uh, we see that Lydia is effectively voted out just before jury, right? So it's like it's the cruelest of all votes, maybe. Uh, it's it's so close. But so the close. odds were not in her favor. Correct. Uh, can I say my headline from this episode, Dave? I feel like Roxroy is my. I'm cheering for him to win the game. I like this guy. You know. Yeah. Uh, I really do like him. Like I really think the show is trying to make me like him, but. They're succeeding. I, I, I definitely feel like uh, I hope he does well. You know, uh, the way he just described the world, like he didn't do it in that cheesy way, forced way. Like it was from him. And I actually really liked that. I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yes. Jamil, yeah, his Roxroy at, at Exile Island, very different than when, um, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, you already forgot. <laughs> I did not forget. Erica, I'm sorry, Erica. <laughs> Erica, our first Canadian winner, of course. Uh, but when Erica, now I think it was raining on Erica for some of those days, and it sounded like Roxbury basically was dry the whole time. So I'm sure that oh, changes. Yeah, this. Erica ain't building no shit. Erica is just like that's what Amanda said. We're watching the episode. Amanda goes like, "Wow, he's actually building a shelter." And like, uh, and he's she's like, "Erica just sat there and suffered." And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly what she did. She sat there and suffered for two days straight." Where Roxbury's like, "You know what? I'm gonna get out of the shade. I'm gonna climb this mountain and look at the view." I loved everything about his Exile Island. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it was. It was a very different vibe. I thought uh, yeah. it, with him. I um. I too am going for Roxroy. Um, Roxroy and I share a similar plight. Um, I have keratoconus as well as he. And so I know um, a little bit of what he's going through. Um, fortunate, fortunate for him, it seems that he um, um, he didn't have as severe case as I do. Um, he was able to do what is called cross-linking which is the surgery to kind of stabilize his eyes. Um, and therefore that's why he, um, the surgery referred to wasn't like a transplant per se. So um, um, it is good to see um, representation 
because representation matters for people to kind of understand um, uh, what you're going through. So I my heart goes out to Rox and that he was able to to kind of do his survivor dream. And uh, yeah, so Rox is I, I don't have a dog in this fight because it seems like I picked the worst choices for this <laughs> this round. So I'm going oh, for Rox in, in the draft. Um, oh, who, who do you have left in the draft? You only have, uh, I have no one. Oh, you're done. Who, yeah, had you're done. who had Lydia tonight? Uh, Amanda. So Amanda's gone yeah. too. Amanda and Jamil, who had the first and second pick and had three people each, they're they're all out. They're they're completely wiped out of this draft, Jeff. And we'll talk about it. Lydia was a terrible choice to get voted out this. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so much more before the. I thought it was great. I I was like happy to see Lydia go. <laughs> Actually, okay. Can we talk a little bit about the fact that the format of this merge episode now in Survivor? This is superior to what they've ever done before. This is actually fantastic. Do a two-hour episode, um, you know, make it a decision, you know, like, but like, get on with it. Don't freaking drag it out like they did last season because it was new. I get why they did it, but th- it was much better this time. I was like, you know, other than the whole, I think we spent about five minutes of Jeff at the challenge explaining like, hey, this hey. is what's going on. <laughs> Can you and believe it? The, the didn't see last season, last so they year. don't even know. They don't even, yeah. like... You complained uh, about that last season, and thankfully they, they've only done it this one time, um, but soon, hopefully, we don't get it at all. I love it. I love when Jeff's like, listen, I come, come and come in here. And then he's like, hold on. They're coming. They're coming, guys. You know? He's What's such actually a happening is The producers are holding them back. And then when he finishes his, finishes his spiel, then they're like, okay, you guys can go. You guys can go. <laughs> but like Jeff's like, I'm the producer. I want them coming in over my shoulder. I want, I want that visual image. They didn't hear what I just said, guys. This is just between you and me, the audience. (laughs) I'm going to talk to you directly. And, like, I actually do, actually, I enjoy the choice they make. But Jeff is such a goober that you can't help be like, come on, man. It's kind of like when you go from Wichita, Kansas, Jeff, to Seattle, Washington. You reinvent yourself. You know, you make a whole new year. You grow a butt, you pretend it's 1991. <laughs> <laughs> like one day I you mean, can you can host Rock and Roll Jeopardy if you uh, reinvent yourself. Oh yeah, he definitely could. He could you know, get him on Carmen San Diego. Um, I think yeah, his whole hairdo and everything about Jeff is like you know at least he changes it up. At least he's not this like, and he seems to enjoy what he does. And like, why shouldn't you? He has a dream job. I mean, it's a great, it's a great gig. You gotta, you gotta. Yes, uh, yeah go with it yeah uh great episode tonight or two episodes is technically it's technically two episodes yeah. that were just kind of mashed together is one thing um uh, i agree that it's it, it was good to see all these different merge conversations there was a lot more gameplay in this episode a lot more strategizing because you know they've been locked in these like pretty small tribes uh for 12 days and five episodes before this and now no they're swap. now it's yeah it's, it's all you know no swap I, I i'm glad that there's no swap because i find the swap just ends up like usually Dead-ended. like whoever the majority in that swap situation just votes out a minority player, uh, like a minority of the, yeah. um, it controls the, the game often. This, yeah. the, that twist. And the, I agree. I think let them play out like in a three person tribe and just let them play it out. And then yeah, merge and just throw them all together because you saw tonight there was no majority Alliance. I think it, there was in the vote, but at the same time, I feel like that was like two alliances voting together in the vote. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was really interesting. I think that this, like, I think Jonathan again is I think this spectacle of the season. That how can we not like talk about this guy? The fact that like, like yeah. when he, um, 
I, you know, I knew what this was going to be because we had seen last season. So I knew like, okay, I think his team's probably going to win this challenge. They're probably going to get to get the reward and then they're probably going to get it taken away from them. And then is, you know, uh, if he doesn't win immunity, which he didn't, you know, it ends up being Tori who wins at the individual immunity in this episode, uh, that he would be vulnerable. Like, you know, but on the other hand, there's a lot of players like high and others that are like, well, if we keep Jonathan around, he's always gonna be a bigger target than me. And I, you know, so why would I want to go with that trend? So uh, I thought true. it was interesting. It is, the, it is the correct way to think, especially if you're a big threat. Yeah, like uh, like uh, it's, it's an interesting thing there. Uh, and friggin' Jonathan, just like you know what an average meal for him is. Back home, my average meal is 18 eggs, nine pieces of cheese, and grits. <laughs> 18. Oh man, yeah. Amanda and I said average meal. Amanda and I said to uh, our, uh, we said to each other right before that that like he must eat like 10,000 calories a day, easy. Yeah. You know, like he he is probably just pounding like the protein uh to be able to yeah keep that physique because like yeah that body needs to eat it's like um was a poly you know the these biceps don't feed themselves right like you <laughs> yeah. know what? Yeah. I, yeah a little bit of grits uh for fiber and then you know well, he probably guy... gets a lot of grits oh, yeah. i don't know he didn't yeah. he, he he specifically said 18 eggs and he said eight pieces of cheese or something and he didn't quantify the grits so we he, he, i bet he wasn't gonna be like i put four cups of grits <laughs> his, poops. his poops must be epic oh my oh, god yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he, he, but he seems like a bidet type of dude it's, i don't know he's, right i think you need it yeah. Yeah. it's good it's big it's applebee's yeah uh and, and just him like okay so he ends up tonight uh in just let's talk about these two teams that we ended up with in this in the draw here because uh in the reward the, in the reward in the challenge in the original challenge it was an amazing challenge, by the way. I yeah. Really so the blue team was Drea, Mike, Romeo, Omar, and Chanel. And then the mm. orange team, Lydia, Hi, Marty, Marianne, sorry, and uh, Tori. And uh, and Jonathan, of course. And we and have Rox Roy and, and Lindsay in the Lindsay. middle. In the in the gray in the yeah in this in this like we'll decide your fate. Uh, I think it's best case scenario is in this format, which they probably won't do it again because now it will have been seen twice. But the best case scenario is almost to be in the middle. You don't oh, have to yeah. burn, use any energy in this challenge. You might get immunity, or might not. It does. It's kind of like uh, it was it's all the choice between a, a meal though, Dave, and going to live by yourself for two days like that. I get this crazy I'm advantage though that like ro that Roxbury got. Right, and um, and wasn't and that even, crazy? Well, wasn't not that, that much. Jeff really tried to sell it, and he kind of like like he hyped it up to the point where like Tori and Jonathan admitted that they considered take swapping out, giving up the food, and going to exile to get not Jonathan, power. but like well, Tori. Wow, oh my god, could you come across worse in a matter of twenty seconds on a TV show? Like, <laughs> at, you mean at Applebee's? No, her whole thing before the challenge where she was like, oh, Roxroy should have, you know, not done this because, you know, we helped him out, you know, sending him. We could have taken his place, you know, basically, you know, it was a favor to go let him live by himself. And he would have eaten. He would have ate. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, in no way did they do him a favor, you know, by letting him go suffer and get the, you know, the you can't say that after the fact. You yeah. know, like you come across like so entitled. You're basically like, I went eight because I was doing him a favor. 
where he would have to go sit on an island for two days to get some sort of twist in the game. That Basically. might or might not be important, right? He did not or... get an advantage. He got a twist. He, he got, got to, to decide he... a twist. He got to he be got... a producer. He got to be a producer. Okay, like ultimately, he makes the same decision here as uh, Erica did last season. He chooses to break the hourglass and to, to first flip it. But I think it's an obvious choice. Like if you're the play, if you're the player in question, you didn't compete in that challenge, and you're like, well, you can be safe for the next vote after having spent two days on this island by yourself, or you can be vulnerable. Which one do you want to do? And like, I think almost always you're going to pick to be to to, to have that that safety in the next vote. If majority of your alliance is safe, then it becomes it becomes a lot easier because you can manage where you're attacking from. But he right? knew that it, that was the other thing for him too. Like his two closest allies in uh, Drea and Romeo were were not safe, so it, it behooved him to give them safety as well. Yeah, like anyone, everyone knew. Honestly, the way they were talking about it on the island, everyone knew that Rox is the type of dude he was going to do that. Right. Yeah. Like they tried to sell us, like, well, maybe I don't want to piss off Jonathan or whoever was, you know, <laughs> I was going to take that power away from. But he knew that, like, yeah. that's uh, that's better. So, like, it was an obvious choice. I was, I would have been like shocked if he didn't use it. Um, and in, in yeah. the situation. Yep. And it was so, kind of the opposite of the Big Brother. We'll get to that next next time. But this whole, I, I said this in, I said this last time we, the first time we saw this, and it's the same thing. Like, yeah, you can't turn back time, uh, like share, sure. beca because, like, did you see Jonathan eat those twelve burgers at Applebee's? <laughs> How do you get those back? You gave everyone an it's flipping uh, you know, the script. Give everyone like a, an anaphylactic so they all puke. Well, yeah, you're gonna like pump their stomachs like a day later. Like, there's there's nothing. Uh, but all that like that reward part of it was is still real and still very useful. Like, because Jonathan was like, yeah, I considered it, but it made more sense for him to like, I'm gonna load up on food. I'm twice as big as all these people, and like, and he's been a beast in challenges. I kind of get like that's his maybe his biggest strength, right? And right. weakness and vulnerability, right? And so it's. Uh, I thought. I think they should do this again, but instead of letting someone decide, just like like whoever wins a challenge at a certain point like this, like a war challenge, it then becomes an immunity challenge. Like this is actually smart to do where like basically if you win the challenge, they don't tell them before they go run the challenge. Right. But but if you win the challenge, you're up to be voted out, but you get to eat. But the people who lost are safe. Yeah. And you can you can decide to flip it where you're safe and eat right and then no, start the, safe and not eat and the other people can eat and thing and if you're vulnerable. starving you might choose to you may like please let me compete i'd rather compete and eat because i'm dying yes May, yeah yeah like i could see uh, like that being um viable for some players like given the, the situation i think sure. i think they should do like a season where they do a merge or you know something like that where they always do these team competitions and whoever loses is vulnerable whoever wins is vulnerable so it's like oh i'm choosing food over over safety basically so it's like food right? comps yeah it's like food comps like they could do like a whole food comp season like that where you, you have know, nothing and you you right. win to get something, but you're also putting yourself in a situation where you can get voted out. Yeah. But you can't, you can't, um, 
you can't sit out of like three consecutive challenges. I think like I just think, yeah, <laughs> like I think there's a seed here, guys, that is interesting. That I think if they ever did a whole season like that, like that they do in this twist, that is actually kind of fun. The, the, the team that won the reward had to, you know, be voted out, and it would be, you know, the people who suffered basically were safe, Rocks were included. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, um, okay, I'm just trying to think of where there's, there was a lot that happened, and then I'm like, I'm like, where do we go through? Can we talk a little bit about Marianne? Sure, little, sure. Just, Let's talk just, about Marianne. Marianne is, you know, Amanda called it. She's gonna be. She's like, watch. She's gonna be friends with Tori. And when Tori won that immunity challenge tonight, I was like, girl, you are eligible to vote it out. Why are you so happy for Tori? Don't. And if you are, don't show it. Like, what? Oh, Lord. What, you, I was like what is she doing? Yeah. And and then like everything with her tonight was. She's always on thirteen. You know, it's like. Not right. even eleven. She's on a thirteen, and like, even like, during the challenge where the like Jonathan gives actually good advice, it's like, hey, well, one of you is you know working on the puzzle. Why don't you all flip over right. the the pieces yeah. so you can kind of see it? Um, <laughs> she gives some sassy reply back. Oh my god! And I'm then, like, what? Yeah, and Jonathan's then like, like, I carried you through this competition for you to get get this lead. Like, you don't you dare, don't you dare lose it. And then she says later, Jamil, oh, how hard I've worked to get here in the game. And it's just like, girl, you have not worked that hard. <laughs> it's like Jonathan's been carrying you on his back figuratively or actually, not literally. But, um, you know, he he's... pushed a giant ball basically by himself with a bit of high's help. You know, uh, hi, yeah, hi was uh, contributing there, but yeah, the other th- like, and I think Tori a little bit, like she at least got up on the boulder and she was uh, she, trying to. She's yeah, she's butt. definitely athletic, but as far as pushing the ball, it was like yeah. all Jonathan pushing everyone up. up he was like ball. Atlas holding up the world, Jeez. you know, at one point. <laughs> right? And then they had such a lead on that puzzle tonight, right? And like, Mar- was it Marianne and Lydia uh, were the two on the puzzle Mar- for Orange? Yes, yeah. and and they both, you know, really, um, well, yeah, especially Marianne. No, it was only Marianne it was throwing some sass, Dave, no, at Jonathan. Jonathan was Jonathan was like, you know, I, I think a little worried that he wasn't gonna get his Applebee's, you know, like that they were gonna <laughs> blow this lead, right? I think he was worried about being the proverbial merge boot, which he was still eligible to be. Oh, out of only about five people, yeah, he could still yeah. went here, and like Romeo was pushing hard tonight for him to go. And um, I kind of get it, you know, like why Romeo would want that. Romeo can't see how things shift and he can't control the people. He can only really like influence one other person. You saw Drea only, right? Yeah, but Drea didn't and him didn't vote together tonight. Yeah, that's interesting. So are they are they drifting now? Is Drea seems like Drea is maybe finding new allies uh, post merge or a new a new power. I think she's kind of with high. You know, like she joined up with Hi and Lydia and, and Jonathan, I think. And but the thing is, she voted Lydia out tonight. You know, why did she do that? Because basically, because your boy Dave Omar kind of controlled the vote tonight. It Omar was, was great. Omar was uh, MVP tonight. I thought, uh, like, oh, assuming he got his way, which he did. He didn't even. He wasn't even able to vote, and he influenced <laughs> about eight people to vote Lydia out for really no fault of Lydia. No reason, yeah. Yeah, it was just like she was the one left. 
he it made sense for Omar. Like, I mean, he really stuck his neck out here. That, that was I almost kind of unnecessary, but he got what he it was smart because if Jonathan or Marianne go home here, I mean, that's one of his four. And I think he's playing a, like he wants to be a four tight alliance with. And I think they are tight. If they ever come together at a final nine or whatever it is, the, the four of them will be tight. You think right, Jonathan's going to stay? Yes. I, well, the only I think they might bring Mike into their four. I think and Mike then, and Rocks, they're going to. Well, I, I, I thought Rocks would definitely bond with them, but, but Rocks was away. We didn't get to see a lot of the Mike, uh, um, Jonathan, you know, like if Rocks was with them, I think, yeah, you're right. They are all cut from the same cloth. Yeah. What do you th- think, Dave? Uh, I, I, well, go ahead. I agree. Like, and like, I, I almost get upset though with like players like Romeo tonight because his like reaction to the fact that Jonathan likes or like Mike likes Jonathan is kind of like I think petty and sort of like you know, even prejudice. Like it's like you know he's like well I'm I, because I'm gay and these guys are straight guys then the, the I can never get in with them or something or I can never work with them and I, I think it's which is nonsensical from. to me honestly yeah. the way that especially you you see Mike and how he connects with people yeah right it's like no you're you're absolutely wrong on that well no I think I think Dave is on to something though that I feel like Romeo doesn't know how to connect with Mike. Not that Mike wouldn't connect back with him. I think he absolutely would. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think Mike's a really open guy and really wants to hear your story and if you're, you know, straight up and loyal to him, he he's going to love you. You yeah. know, he 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 showed that on his original tribe. Um whereas like I think Romeo wants to play a very cutthroat backstabby game and to get on his vibe with Mike, I think it's almost impossible for somebody like Romeo. Well, I think that's Romeo's hang-up, you know? It's like, it's not really, uh, it's it's, a, it's an obstacle he chooses to put in his mind. Right? right. But it's because of the way he wants to play the game, I think, more than anything. You know? Yeah, because you saw him, like, he's going up to Tori. He's like, oh, come on, Tori, let's work together here and, like, you know, get out uh, Jonathan or whatever. Right? Yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, alright, there were four different names written down, right? On the vote, yes. Marianne, so we, had, Jonathan. We, had, we had, yeah, Marianne, Jonathan, uh, Lydia, who end the, went home, and who was the other vote? Uh, was, Lindsay got a vote. Lindsay got a vote. Yeah, so there were from uh, who voted for Lindsay? Yeah, that uh, I didn't see because I saw um, like the Jonathan votes were Tori and um, Chanel. Roxroy voted for Lindsay. Okay, so Roxroy was totally out of the loop. He had no idea what was going on. I guess, or that was like a backup vote because okay, no. here's who voted for Lydia. It was Drea, Hi, Jonathan, Lindsay, Marianne, and uh, Mike. So wait, so Lindsay, Jonathan, and Marianne, did they all vote together? Yes. Yep. Okay, so those three voted together. With who were the other votes? Uh, Mike, 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 and Mike. Hi, Hi is the surprising one. He voted for Lydia. Why? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that when it came up, I was like, why did Hi vote Lydia? Because did he vote with Drea? The Drea, yes. vote? right? Yes. So I feel like High and Drea because are going to be a pair that are like you know tight. You're gonna have oh. Mike and Jonathan as kind of this tight pair, but then I think there's gonna be a four that the orange four, but Marianne can be axed, and then you bring in Mike. Mike, yeah, that's what I kind of how I see that alliance working. Whereas like you have Drea High, and then they're gonna probably bring in um, Tori. And um, well, too, because you think it's Mike, Marianne, and Drea are the three idol holders, right? And and that is, I that was interesting that 
somebody in that three didn't get voted out tonight. They didn't go after each other, really. Or no, or, or the rest of the the rest of the uh, the nine didn't say let's get one of these three out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, they did. They all know. They all know about their. I think uh, so. Oh, Every oh, oh, the idols, not the the super the, the not the amulets. The, the amulets, amulets are, no. Right. The, the amulets, amulets are, are, are less known. It seems only the three that have the amulets know about the amulets. So it's Lindsay, High, Andrea, right? And so right. those three with the amulet, yeah, didn't at all go after each other. But they did vote together tonight. Right. They voted together. Like High and Lindsay are are both eligible for the amulet to be vote. You know, tonight. Hi and Lindsay were both vulnerable. Where and wh- who are the idols? It's Mike, Drea, and Marianne. Marianne yeah. was also like got her blindsided, right? and she yeah. didn't play her idol. They, they, Which but, is they, like, but oh my gosh! But why? Omar is like, we haven't like Marianne has an idol. I'm close to Marianne. I can use that. Why would I want to just vote out Marianne with an idol in her pocket? It doesn't. Why? Me. All right, we need to talk about this. Why was Lydia chosen over Marianne? Was it just the fact they didn't want to split their vote, and? Um, Marianne had an idol. They knew she had an idol, so it could have been played. And then they didn't want, you know, some sort of like two vote or one vote, like Roxroy deciding Lindsay goes home. You yeah. know what I mean? Is that I what think, happened? I think it was just Omar in particular was able to get what he wanted here. Like, and I think it, it's better for, to keep Marianne than to keep Lydia for him. Like, he does. He just met right. But why did they? Why did? Uh, yes, for Omar, he didn't have a vote. You know what I mean? Like the the. Why did was it better for Drea and High specifically to get rid of Lydia over vote, trying to vote at Marianne or Jonathan or you know whatever they they could have maybe it was a compromise. Been. Yeah, it must have been a, a compromise. Like you don't go after me with the amulet, and I won't go after you, and we'll kind of keep each other safe until we get some of these people that don't yeah. have power out. Type. Thing. Well, how did ultimately like up until very recently, High and Mike were very loyal to Lydia, right? right. You know, and here they basically they both they they sell her out. They they choose to vote uh, her out here. Right. right? Well, all right. That's a, even a better question. Why did High and Mike vote out Lydia tonight? Kind Why did they? Probably. Because because Mike fell in love with Jonathan, and High <laughs> is kind of with Drea, and Drea decided this was the way to go. <laughs> I right? love it. I, love like, it. I don't need Lydia anymore. I, I have Drea it. now. Jonathan. I think he did a little bit. Like he, he was like, I he, remember he said tonight, I'll take a bullet for Lydia and High, and then he's like, I'll vote hot Lydia out later on. The <laughs> he votes Lydia out. The, he, the bullet, he he shot the bullet at Lydia mm-hmm. here uh, because the people who who are not in the vote here uh, is is Romeo, Tori, right. Right. Uh, and Roxroy and Chanel. Like they're the ones mm-hmm. kind of uh, they're the ones who are on the wrong side of this vote tonight. I know? think. Yeah, and it's interesting that Marianne and Tori didn't vote together because those two were becoming best of friends. But I think that's part of Marianne being just a wild card. In Marianne's mind. Yeah, Marianne is absolutely a wild card. Which is why I wouldn't want to keep her around. Yeah, like Even though you you think you have control over her, that's just because she's had their choices and, you know, she wasn't able to maneuver or didn't have um, people talking and who who's talking to her? Right? I think Jonathan's not going to talk to her, right? No. The other two, like, there's no one talking in her ear. So you thinking that you can control her now when there's so many people still in the game and you see how erratic she is? Yeah, I, I think that was a bad judgment call. I think, what, what, what I, think I think I think I think she gets blindsided, guys. Here, if 
Omar doesn't steer the vote. Like he, I think it was gonna oh, yeah. not even be yeah. Jonathan. It was going to be Marianne, and they were gonna. Marianne try would have been voted her. out with the idol in her pocket. And then they all kind of came together and said, "Let's just vote Lydia out because then we don't have to worry about like a big idol moment where Marianne. We especially don't want to make Marianne look good, you know. And if she feels the votes are definitely coming toward her, she's gonna play it. And then like one of us goes home and screw that. Right. I you think if I mean? they had had their druthers tonight, they would have voted out either Chanel, Tori. Yeah. Or maybe Marianne, I think, was also a consideration, right? But each, like, each blue, green, and orange all kind of indicated, okay, these are the three people on the bottom for us, right? And, like, in the case of uh, the green tribe, it's Chanel. And in the case of the blue tribe, it was it was Tori. But they both end up safe, right? You know, and, and poor Chanel. Like, could you not feel for her in this episode? Because she's like, I'm going around, and, like, people are stopping conversations when I walk up. And <laughs> everyone's talking about how no one can trust her. And she's like, I don't trust anybody. And I was like, it really doesn't matter if you trust anybody, Chanel. No one trusts you. It's That's pretty obvious here, right? So... Um, I could see Chanel, I could see Chanel and Roxroy connecting because they're both kind of like on the bottom. Nobody really wants to work with them, but you know they're kind of misunderstood. I think in some ways, I I do think both of those players could definitely connect. Yeah, maybe it, uh, it'd be interesting to see if Chanel can get back any agency in this game because she seems like the, the way that High and Lydia have like sort of any and and Mike they bury they buried they buried her. her. They were like, do not trust her. And like we saw at the beginning of this episode tonight where they're coming off the vote of Daniel, right? Where we saw like that that vote that Chanel had put on Mike. And she explains it like in case Daniel played the shot in the dark, there would have been a vote on Mike. But I don't think it would have mattered, right? It wouldn't have caused a tie, right? Uh, Chanel still would have been voted out if, yep. if that had happened. So right. Mike had his vote. Right. right so it was all it was a bad move by chanel it's clearly a bad move because like and, and especially to, to do it to a player like mike who's going to definitely hold a grudge over it especially when they knew but that like two votes ago like mike couldn't vote and then they still voted that way with the jenny thing and then it switched over and then and then the, yeah she voted the mike vote and that was kind of the whole argument at the beginning of this episode um everything with chanel and mike has just been not working you know as an alliance you know they can't even think through the vote as what was going to happen even when they had the information which is even worse you know right. yeah. yeah obviously the green tribe uh they had to collapse tonight right because as a four as a unit they they are they're dismantled now right like lydia's out high is now uh working and high and mike are now on this other alliance and mm -hmm. and chanel is left to the wind right and so like now blue and orange uh respectively have numbers uh but blue has tori and and tori i think is even less trustworthy than like marianne okay a bit of a, a bit of an erratic player personality sure but i think ultimately you can work with marianne if you keep her close i think players like Lindsay and omar can keep her sort of in line uh for for a little while uh but but uh tori tori's here to make a scene tori's here to have mm -hmm. big huge friggin moments and be remembered and uh whatever and so and so like yeah like just that so we saw in the episode before the merge uh tori going up to rocks what happened there on, on exile island or on yeah. summit island what happened yeah. i she's like almost put him under the lights you know yeah, she's, no she's just interrogating them for sure interrogated them and like dre and romeo are like she is crazy we need to get her <laughs> well he wouldn't she wouldn't stop dave like she like literally like asked him over and over and over and over and he's like look i don't need to tell you and he's like i'll be respectful i'll talk to you we want to have a conversation we'll talk 
but I don't need to tell you what happened. And even if I, I, he's like, I already did tell you what happened. And like, you know, take it for what it is. Like, you know, you, you can't be, you know, that persistent and they even say, damn, she's persistent in the episode or something like that. Right. So like, it's like, yeah, she, her Marianne and um, what was the other one that was on the outs? Chanel. Oh yeah. Chanel has the best chance of like blending back in or like finding rebounding from this. Right. I feel, and I do feel like that could be rock story. Whereas the other two, Tori and Marianne are at some point going to piss somebody off. And the thing is with Marianne, she has all those advantages. You know, she has an idol and an extra vote, I believe. Right. Or just an idol. Yeah. Well, uh, she has just the, does she have an extra vote too? I think she might have both. I don't know for sure. Yeah, she might. Like, so, there's so many freaking advantages, extra votes. I had forgotten that Omar had lost his vote. Yeah. Like that was so long ago that like um, it was. It comes that back was, that, finally. Yeah, finally. Like that because he hadn't been to tribal council in so long. Um, right. right. Who was the last person Orange voted out? It was uh, Mary M- M- Mariah. Remember Mariah? Yeah. She was voted out day five. I, I remember Mariah. Why? I remember I had her in the draft. You drafted her. You and, she, you and Amanda. She, she did not do good. Uh, the Orange Tribe was basically always going to be this four in the story. You know, it was going to be Jonathan, Marianne, Lindsay, and uh, and Omar. You know, that was always going to be kept, the Orange Tribe. They should have kept Brian. And well, and then what was it? Uh, J- Jackson? I mean, Jackson uh, got Ben Clay back. Just here, that I'll, was I'll bring up the visuals uh, just of our, our draft order here. Um, Mm. Yeah, and so you can see here, yeah, well, Jackson taken first overall by Jamil. That didn't work out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it, you can see. Oxroy, man, he went the pick right after me. Good pick by Daryl. Yeah. I'm liking my Omar pick at number three. He, like, tonight, he especially earned, uh, like, his place for me. Uh, yeah. I think he's, I think he's a pretty good player. Uh, you know, and I think, uh, I, I think he connects well with people. I think he seems, he seems to, uh, people trust him, too, you know? Um you know, it's interesting to see like all the merge people are kind of in the middle of this draft order because it was basically Jamil and Amanda. It's pretty crazy that one sixth of this cast lives in Canada. That's pretty one, one sixth, yeah. One sixth, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, that hasn't been discussed at all. Um uh between no. Omar and, and Marianne, who are from very close places. Now, I don't know, like I guess you could say, well, like um, I don't know, like Mike's from Hoboken and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the ones from uh, Long Island, somebody from thing. Long Island. It's not the same thing. It's it's There's I, 10 million people in between those two places. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that there's I, I would imagine that that's more of a bond. But who's to say? And then like the Drea from Montreal, even though she's a she's an American like transplant. Um, you know, I, I wonder if that's a thing, you know, like. Okay, we're all we have three Canadians here. We have all these like amulets and advantages and and whatever, and we can just like we're like uh, Drea was saying, I'm Survivor rich, bitch. Yep. Uh, you know, she could get whatever. You see in the preview too. She was like, Romeo is paranoid like a bitch. Right. <laughs> she's awesome. I actually really love her on the show because like she's like, especially tonight when she owned Marianne in that travel council. That was glorious. I would loved it so much. Yeah. Oh, was that <laughs> put like, on? Was that put on? I don't think so. I don't think it was a job, but uh, or work. Uh, but what it was to me was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she's I, I, like honestly, Marianne does not understand. 
Okay, so what was okay? So that whole conversation between Marianne and Drea, because she's like, uh, because uh, Jeff's like, um, Marianne, what's this vote about tonight? She's like, I think it's about who. It's about two things. It's about who you want to work with, and also who you want to work with long term. I'm like, that's the same fucking thing, Marianne. Like you just said this here. Like, it's two things, which is really one thing. And then you know, and Drea's very quick to disagree. She's like, no, I don't think that's what this vote's about tonight. And do you mean it was like put on because Drea was trying to like not show that her and Marianne were actually voting together, and it was like to and that they're like, going to be working together long term. I think I like, think so. or I or is that more that Drea's annoyed that Marianne said that? You know, and mm -hmm. then when they get and after and how are you going to explain the vote after the fact? And they're going to say, well, clearly, uh, you know, because Dre's got to say to Romeo, I didn't vote or vote with you tonight. And he'll say, well, was that what Marianne said? Right. That you that you're going to be working with her long term and not me. And she'll be like, no, what Marianne said was not. Right. Yes, I voted with right. Marianne tonight, that's, but that's right. not what this is, what this is. That's so true. That's exactly what she was pissed off about. And Marianne was too dumb to be like that. We're sort of saying the same thing, right? Like, and, and we like, sort of agree. And she's like, "No, we're not. No, we're not." <laughs> yeah, she she does not have like we saw it last time. Marianne was in tribal. Like, she does not have good tribal uh, instincts. And the fact no. that she has two two advantages is interesting because I want to see how she plays them. So it needs to be Chanel and um, Marianne that get into a conflict at the um, tribal council and just see them argue against each other. It's it's a shame Daniel didn't make it to see them kind of go back and forth. Oh, man. Like if, if there had been a fight with Daniel and Marianne, that would have been explosive. Or Daniel and Tori. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a Daniel there instead of Chanel would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like I get why they cut Daniel uh, over Chanel, like because I think Chanel is easier to insulate, whereas Daniel would just go around talking in everyone's ear and would yeah. eventually wear some people down. I think um, Chanel was a little bit more defeated tonight, right? Chanel, Chanel yeah, was a little bit like she was wandering in the wilderness. Who did she vote for uh, in this? Uh, she she votes for she Jonathan tonight with Tori. Along with Tori. Yeah, Tori was funny tonight. Like, oh, I actually just like, you know, think, you know, if you're here, I have a worse chance of winning these challenges. You know, <laughs> like Tori's going <laughs> to run the table uh, on the challenges. Like Tori's like, yeah, she was kind of like trying to play like this honest game. Like, hey, Jonathan, I'm going to vote you out tonight. And I hope everyone else does too. <laughs> Great. She was very upfront. And so was Romeo in a lot of ways. That's why those two voted together. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Chanel voted. Uh, where did Romeo? No, no, vote? you're right. Uh, Romeo. Well, no, Romeo votes for Marianne. Actually, Marianne. Yeah, that was what was weird. Why did Romeo and Tori not vote together? You know. Splitting yeah, they maybe. Maybe, maybe they thought they were. Splitting but like, a how vote. can they not feel betrayed by Drea? Right. Uh, you know, like, um, isn't the blue tribe in Roxroy for that matter? Roxroy doesn't like. So Drea's the only one from the blue tribe that doesn't vote with the other three, but they all vote. For somebody different, Tori votes for Jonathan, Romeo right. votes for Marianne, and Roxroy votes for Lindsay. Talk about a tribe that literally had no alliance. Because right. they, how could how could they have? They didn't vote together. Unless they didn't was... vote together. They all voted for an orange, like a former or Otaku player, but not the same one. Right. Uh, yeah. Lindsay, Marianne, Jonathan, and then uh, Omar couldn't be voted for, so he was safe. But... Right, but it was almost like they forgot that, like you know, you uh, the votes have to add up, you know. <laughs> right. right, it was still right. Would have, at least it would have been three votes together here, yeah. uh, or if you, they'd, yeah. they'd all played on Jonathan. Now I know this. I, I always think that the shot in the dark is 
throwing like maybe he's causing some of these weird votes we're seeing, you know, like this paranoia. Well, if somebody plays their show in the dark and they it's a one in six chance. Every time we've seen it played so far, it's never happened. It's never it, given safe. I, I have a question. I don't know if you guys know. If you play your shot in the dark mm-hmm. and you, you don't get voted out, do you come back next time you still have a shot in the dark? No, I think it's a one and done. Yeah. It's a it's a one and done. Okay. Yeah. It's for That's like you know your dead man. I've never heard it being used again, like or attempted. It was like this is your one shot to kind of get past that. Do you think you should be like, I think it's a one in six, right? Like, just give somebody a dice, give them a craps table, you throw the dice, and if it lands on a hard six, then you're safe. No? They want the the unscrolling of the... Yeah, the unfortunate unscrolling, and it goes, not safe. Not safe. It's not crazy. We still still have the, um, the, what's it called again, The, um, the choice later on. You know the twist they uh, had last season with the um, picking the right box. Yes, I'm sort of remembering. Yeah. Like why? So, I think that their their worries about Jonathan beasting through a lot of the challenges is unfounded, honestly. Mm-hmm. And you see with challenges like tonight, when it comes to the yeah. individual game, it isn't just ones that you can just muscle through. There's coordination that's involved. Right. And yeah. especially when they start doing the um you have to keep the thing going, the ring or the ball or whatever. Right. Like oh, we catch the balls through like the trap thing. Yeah. 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 You can you can be the strongest person in the world, but if you do not have that mental acumen, you're done. Marianne yeah. almost won this tonight. She Marianne could have beat Jonathan uh in this, right? So like it's yeah. She's not a, a physically imposing person whatsoever, yeah. but you know, so it, it, yeah. yeah like, I mean, I think you give Jonathan a couple tries at that, he gets good enough where he just smokes them. You know what I mean? Probably. But probably. Any, any, anytime you do it first, you know, you got to learn it, and it's whoever kind of has the best center of gravity, and you know, all those. Things I think being lower like to the ground, you're, the shorter you are, is probably better for that. Yeah. Like, that challenge, right? Yeah. But there's no way he's going to be able to run the table yeah. from the beginning of of a merge. Nope. That's it's, true, and he, even if he did, I just don't think he has the social game to get the get the votes. You know, either Mike way. at least had like idols that he had. Yeah. Mike um, Holloway, I believe, right, right. Was when he the, ran the table, like yeah. in the final six or whatever it was, right. final seven. And he also had what's his name, the dude with the the bigger dude with the stupid hat that was such an adult. Uh, was he? He was a Cardi, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I hate know. that dude. I can't even remember his Me dude. too. Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say insane. his name, and you're going to be like, yeah, I hate that dude. I'm sure, I'm sure I, I will. Yeah, like it's um, this. I was glad that I, 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 I find myself rooting for Jonathan, even though I don't have him in the draft. Like, you know, like I find him. I, I want him to stick around because he seems like a good dude. Yeah. You know? I liked I liked the whole chat with him and uh, Mike on the beach tonight, where they were like, he, he's like, everyone thinks I'm dumb, you know, but I'm not dumb. Well, even though you know, Lindsay says he sucks at puzzles, and I think that's maybe fair, but you know, he's good at so many other things, and he seems like deep down he's just a good guy. He means well, you know, his dad made him run up the mountain over and over again and eat eighteen <laughs> eggs, turn into a superhero, and, and turn into a superhero. They even say that tonight. He's like a superhero. I'm like, he is like a superhero. Dude is he's, like Thor. It's like, jeez. 
yeah like he's um yeah he's 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 very likable um you know even when he's like had these moments where you know he's he's held his patience with marianne which i don't think a lot of us could do uh on you when you're that hungry and you're that you're being rained on and it's you know bugs are biting you oh yeah no he has he he has definitely had a um a challenge (laughs) you know yeah yeah. Uh, he has, especially like the amount of food he eats and much of the amount of food he needs to keep that body going. Um, I, Dave, I, I would. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just found the name. Oh, the Dan, guy we hate, Dan Foley. Dan. Oh, he was on like the Blue Collar Tribe, right? Yes, the Postman. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that guy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's the one with, who had the advantage, and the advantage ended up doing nothing. Right. He's like, I'm adopted, and it's the worst, or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was something though along those lines. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, man. I think he was from Maine or something. Yeah. <laughs> I right. just had it. <laughs> just had love. But yeah, I hated him. Um, yeah. He... No good. Uh, go and ahead, been... Maine. Exactly, Maine. You were correct. And, and then he said some nasty stuff about Rodney's mother or something like that. Yeah. And got in trouble. That, that was the same season with Sharon and Mike Holloway defended yeah. her, like. Jonathan is a Mike Holloway type of individual, but this isn't the dumb tribe that Mike was going against where they were mm-hmm. just basically putties that Mike just steamrolled through, right? There's a lot of intelligent, I think, capable individuals that can win a, a challenge, that can definitely win a challenge. Yeah, oh, for sure. But yeah. also, um, Jonathan doesn't have the charisma, I think. Uh, he does and he doesn't. Like He, he doesn't have kind of what mike was able to do in that season and then eventually he was he was the pariah like he had to go on a, on a streak yeah and win everything but like i think that's going to happen here too with with him but but at the same time like the fact he didn't get voted out tonight was actually kind of remarkable when you think about it. he is the classic merge boot well, but you think like, like, yeah, like if you're high, I think I understand, like keep the shield, right? but you can only play with that fire for so long because, you know, if he wins out, if he gets to, if they let him get to the end, he's almost certainly going to win. I don't think no, so. I don't think I so. I don't think so. I he's think not really people, playing Survivor. Go yeah. Ahead. I don't think people, I think if, if it's at the end, if it's just two people and it's Jonathan versus Mike, Mike wins. Yeah. It won't be. Is, I, I I highly doubt it's gonna be two though because I, I know. Uh, but I'm just saying that in comparison, if we have, to, let's say it's a throwaway person, it's it's uh, Mike, Jonathan, and um, uh, Marianne, Tori, right? Okay, Tori, right? Three people. I think Mike wins. Mike is building relationships with these individuals and having these conversations, and is being a straightforward dude. He's voting people. He's going against. And I'm voting out people, but at the same time, the way he's doing it, he's he's at the center of things. I think he's being involved. Where Jonathan is just a force of nature, yeah, which doesn't necessarily means people are going to feel motivated to reward you to win. Not necessarily. I just think that, like, I think he would be a very likely winner. Because uh, he's liked, he's people would respect giving him the win. Uh, really? I think, you think so? yeah, I do. I, I I think that like we see it all the time. Like, why did Mike Holloway win? It was for the same kind of thing, right? Like, you can earn Mike, the respect. Uh, Mike earned the respect because he was from a very huge disadvantage and won through. Jonathan 
like all of his advantages are front and center, yeah. right? How is he getting to the end? I don't think it's by winning. I think it's going to be working with people, right? And the people that he's going to work with are going to be like High and Mike and Roxroy. And I think they're going to be the ones who take him versus the other way around and Maybe. protect him. I- I I, I I can't imagine he gets to the end and he's sitting next to high and he loses. Like, I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I I think during the question and answer sessions, he's just not going to be able to have the answers that Mike would have or high would have. Or like, rocks would have. I think I think like him and Mike in the end is an interesting final too. Uh, like that, I could see Mike potentially winning over this jury, but I think that they'll. I think that just like because what Jonathan's accomplished, I think that how he ingrained he will be in their memories forever. Just like he, uh, just from watching him on TV, but to watch him like tonight push that boulder and do the things he's been doing. I think you're just getting wowed by these spectacles and not I'm wowed. I think they're wowed. I think they're wowed, but I don't think they're going to reward them at the end. They'll say, congratulations, you got second place. I think that's what how you would vote, Jamil. You'd be like, sorry, Jonathan, you can do all this amazing challenge stuff, but you didn't play enough social I'm I'm just saying Jonathan has to show me more, right? Yeah. Than what he personally currently has given. Right, and I think there's more of me um, on the on the island than there are more people who would just respect a physical game. Yes, it's it's complicated because I don't think Jonathan is a pure physical game. I think he sure. does have. I think he he he's a decent social player. I I think uh, he's 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 well liked enough, and he's obviously making connections, and he's he's able to survive. Yeah, right. I think the fact that he did survive this vote tonight when he's an obvious target, like. For especially if you're not in the orange tribe, if you're not with the, with those uh, with the Taku, uh, they don't know him. He's just been like this guy who's been kicking their ass in immune, in, in reward challenges for like two weeks. Uh, and like, well, why would we want to keep him around? Do you think he's going to get the credit for tonight's survival? Uh, that the fact that he didn't get voted out tonight. Uh, no, he, well, he won't get credit. Omar will get credit, but Omar is also willing to save Jonathan, and that has to be a little bit uh, on like credit to given to Jonathan for that. Omar's but. not making it to the end. So he's going to tell his story in Ponderosa and Omar is getting to the end. He's winning. Omar's game, not huh? getting to Jeff. Omar's not getting to the end. I don't, I think he will get to like final eight. There you like, go. Thank you. He, he's going to be the first version to win survivor. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. Second Canadian as well. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't see the path for him, and that's not necessarily saying that I'm wishing him poorly. I just, with the personalities at play, yeah. Sorry, Omar. I would love to see Omar win. I, I think Omar is a great Chanel. I don't know if I want to see her win. No, I would love to see a comeback. I would love to see like a great comeback from Chanel. Uh, Drea, I think Drea is very impressive. I think Drea is sort of like, you know, I think it would be a respectable winner, not necessarily a flashy one or one that we I, would go, wow. I, I uh, was kind of up and, the, up and down. I'm like, is she even going to make it through this challenge? 
because she was dead. Oh, yeah, the whole thing where Mike was like doing his, like, I'm going to create a human ladder and you're going to grab onto my feet. And then she was like, punch, she, I thought she was like going to like get injured or evacuated. That, that's what I was saying. Or like she she looked dead. Like the, the next thing Mike was going to have to do was cut a slit in his stomach. Um, have her jump in like a kangaroo pouch and him climb her <laughs> up because he, he practically did everything he could. Yeah, he was trying everything. And like Drea seems uh pretty physically capable. It's it, she it was uh, I think strategically like just choosing for her to go up last was the wrong call because this wasn't yeah. uh climbing the wall wasn't her strength. Um, you know, so she should have probably gone up first. Uh the fact that the other team had Jonathan and he was like you saw, he like he literally like picked all four of them up and then <laughs> he could have just them like this and just shot put them over. Shot shot put Marianne, <laughs> shot put Tori. Uh, get them all up there, and then like he just kind of like did a like a leap, like he it was almost like when in Spider when Spider Man like jumps over like the school uh, fence in like in, in Far From Home or whatever. Um, yeah, that's the next like, superhuman feat. They like he just scales an entire challenge in one bound. They're like, are you just getting stronger? <laughs> it's uh, like, I don't know my own strength, Joe. Just talk about these other two. Uh, well, we talked a lot about Mike and Jonathan and their potentials to win, so I'll skip them. Lindsay is this other one that I think is like the dark horse in this in this game. Uh, she could win this game. Like, why yeah. not Lindsay? You know, yeah. uh, Jeffrey, what do you think? She could, like, you know, she's not on the show an awful lot right now, but I think if you give her a few episodes to maneuver, I think she definitely can make a big enough move to put her front and center. But right now I feel like she's kind of just like, she's the girl that's with Omar and Jonathan and more Omar even, because like, I feel like Omar, like we have Omar, Drea and hi, they're kind of like the strategic narrative voices, I would say. And then Marianne comes in you're like, Oh, Marianne, that's cute. You think you're running this game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not. But they they use her vote and like yeah. you know I think I think they know they can kind of get her to they can point her in the right direction, weaponizer, uh, weaponizer. Well, that's what um, it, that's what Omar's doing with her for sure, and Omar's uh, you know in that strategic group. We have to also be very careful because we learned last year about them not really putting forth the actual narrative. And yes. presenting us a different narrative than what is the final is outcome. actually happening. Like yeah, yeah, like Erica, who saw that coming? Uh, even when she smashed Hourglass, it was no. Like, oh. At that point, it seemed like she was down and out. Like like she's not gonna win. She's like everyone wanted to vote her out, right? Like going yeah. into that merge, she was like the easy target. She goes on to win it. Why not somebody like Chanel? Similarly, you know, right. to do to have right. something like that. There's a lot of game left to go here. Yeah, there uh, is. Like how many? So they're day fourteen, right, or day thirteen, I guess. Yeah. So it'd be twenty-eight days. Twenty-six. So they're they're halfway through. Yeah. Jeez. At this point, um, and then Probably like day thirteen. Yeah, because it's faster. I know, but ugh. fourteen. It's day fourteen. Uh, when Liddy gets votes, I can that. imagine the old Survivor players just being like, "In my day, this was uh, we're at day twenty something at this point. We're way hungrier." But at the same time, they had food, and the issue that they had was boredom. Right, right. Too much time. Like I, I like this format. I like the faster game. I like that they're hungrier. I like that there's more scrambling. Uh, I think that this is a better version. I think this cast is better than the cast we had in forty one. Yeah. Uh, like overall, I think that the the, the the sum of the parts here is better, and the, yeah. what, what there was, we're seeing. There was a lot of uh, shovels. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. And like Shan and like Rickard and like all of that energy. And like, it was more similarly to the season. You're seeing like sort of like this stronger majority alliance kind of loosely form and trying to run it. Like, like I, like Dan or like, um, what's his name? Jonathan's like, we formed an alliance of eight. I'm like, what out of 11? Your alliance is is eight out of eleven. <laughs> That's your alliance. Wasn't like, no, it was twelve, wasn't it? Well, there's twelve. Yes, but like going into the merge, there's only gonna be yeah. eleven people. It like you know, and he's like, we're gonna control eight of them. Eight. Like it's just it's it's more than half. It's it seems excessive. You should say um, we're a voting block. We're gonna vote together in these first couple of, you know immunities and of course you'll you'll change your decision after the first one to whatever best suits you and you can kind of make a final strong group well yeah if you're in a in a four-person alliance like jonathan and the orange tribe is you'd want a final eight or at least an eight-person alliance that way you can get to eight and then you know you try and sway it you know it seems too big like when the numbers are this low when you're only 11 players or 12 players left in the game like uh Two, well, I guess like it's two thirds, right? So the obvious eight would be like orange and blue, or orange and green versus blue, or something. But that's not what happens. It's it's it, it, they're just like no, it's it's kind of like majority alliance people against the minority prior mm-hmm. people that were brought along. Into but the merge. aren't you also when Height says that he he would willing to go to rocks, that has to worry you about how you're setting up your votes. So. If you're not, if it looks like it's going to be a tie, you got to make sure that it swings in your direction because you, right, don't want to go to rocks no matter what. And someone saying that they're willing to do that should worry you. Do, they, do you think that's what killed Lydia's game here? The fact that Hyde told them about that, or like maybe they they wouldn't be able to keep that information um, from getting out. But the fact that 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 they said like Hyde said I was willing to go to rocks for Lydia, and they're like. Man, we are getting the hell rid of Lydia uh, right now. Yeah. If we're going to be working with you, because why well, would he we... votes her out? He votes her out. I think maybe he almost regretted telling them. You know, yeah, and that and might have this yeah. as yeah. almost like a, a form of atonement. Because you want him to be loyal to you first and foremost, not right. Right, and this would not. be an ultimate gesture. Like, hey, I'm voting out my closest ally to work with you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I told you I would do it. I voted for her. I'm sh- I'm showing my loyalty. Right. To Drea, like, and they got to say something to Drea. The Drea that uh, I think is ultimately, I think, if uh, High chooses to do this for Drea, maybe for Jonathan, but uh, I doubt it. Um, it seems like that would be the one to woo her over, where she's like, See you later, Romeo. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> Sayonara. Yeah, and let's talk about. More- um actually what do you guys think to, uh tonight like of romeo and high they were having like their little they were kind of bonding and like romeo's like we're both uh gay but like uh romeo comes from uh south central la right or east la or something like that where you know it originally roots in el salvador yeah uh which is pretty conservative and you know he's like definitely not okay but most of my uh, you know and whereas like high very out very open doesn't care about that you know lives a very uh more of an open life and uh just seeing those because they kind of like physically they kind of have like some like they're similarly built and um and whatever but very different too you know romeo's probably lived his life with a lot of code switching which is you know obviously been very difficult for him because he hasn't been able to really kind of 
you know, find his true self. It's always yeah. been like a version of himself, like a presentable version to his his family, and then dipping his toe into his his community and trying to find exactly you know where he fits. Um, whereas high, it's like been a singular type of person where he's able to develop that personality and be, you know, you can just tell in terms of their confidence, right? Their the way yes. they hold themselves and present themselves to people. It's very difficult for some folks. In, in Romeo's case, yeah, and it probably has a lot to do with where he comes from, his family upbringing, religious factors, these type of things um, are tough for gay people. And I think, um, you know, for him to see, yeah, like I'll be on a show and like bond with somebody that's like him, I think is good. And also, kind of like, oh, it's like in your face. It's like, oh, may, I want to be that, but I can't be. So it was a cool segment. Yeah. It was an uh, interesting moment. Yeah, like, because normally we've been talking about, like, we don't like these backstories. We don't like sort of like this, like, this is where I came from. But I think for you tonight, Jamil, like the whole segment with um, Roxroy, you know, you could connect with that definitely because he had like the condition with the, the eyes. I didn't you. get any, they didn't show any of the flash, flash, uh, flashback photos or anything like that. Just the people talking, that's good enough. You can, mm -hmm. you can get everything that you need yeah. if you get a good confessional. Yep. Right, right. Other times it just seems forced. This felt real. It felt real. Yeah, that's what I've actually been very impressed with so far is how real the people are. Like, remember we said at the beginning of the season, wow, this doesn't look like a bunch of actors. This actually looks like real people. And I think that's what's actually, this has been one of my favorite seasons um, because the people are so actually not fake. Uh, there's yeah. like a couple of them and they really stand out, don't they? Marianne and Tori. <laughs> you think Marianne's really? a fake? I think I think she, I don't I, I'm saying I'm not saying she's being not genuine, but she's such a tryhard. Like yes, you know she is trying so hard to be on this show and be a big personality and be remembered, and so is Tori. And it it is nauseating. I mean, we because when you get somebody like Lindsay or Roxroy or High or and you actually like oh they're not pretending to be like you know eccentric and they're just being themselves and they're being vulnerable i'm like oh i actually really like these people i want this i want roxroy to win or whoever marianne and tori are like vote these people out now please you know i, like, I, I know i know people like marianne and it's frustrating marianne reminds me of my ex a lot <laughs> you know which one uh <laughs> it's oh like gosh. yeah like just oh it's they're both, well, both from like something on the west side of uh, east side east of side. toronto it's an east, east side it's of an east toronto something in the water over there <laughs> oh lord yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah like i think with marianne it's also like you can tell like jeff finds her charming <laughs> and he like encourages it he's like oh tell me marianne and she was like what's your question again and so it's like it's almost like that's encouraging her to be even more oh, yeah. marianne than she already is right so probes loves like a good eccentric character you know because because at heart he is a giant kid yeah. and 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 so when he connects with marianne he's like oh man this person's on my level you know he's like i don't have to talk for a good minute go yeah <laughs> But it's it's the energy like Probst loves like talking to the to the camera and hamming it up and being a goober and like Marianne's like such a childlike personality that I think like they just they're natural kind of like Mike and um, Jonathan were tonight. You're like those people are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Jonathan and I mean uh, Marianne and Jeff are cut for the same cloth. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's more like her than he's like Jonathan. For instance. Oh yeah. Jeff is like oh. 
we want them to activate the the idols by using this secret phrase like people i'm like i love this this is so awesome and then all the other producers like this is the dumbest thing and then marianne probably sees and she's like oh this is so cool a code word oh yeah i can't it's wait almost to like how it. the rabbits live in what was her phrase like how rabbits live inside like the rabbit of- in the mailbox Rabbits and, and mailboxes. Yeah, and Probst yeah. was like, this is why you do it. This is why you uh, go out and recruit people from Canada. Yeah. Because they know what it's like. He knows that if he says dig, Marianne, dig, she's going to dig. She's going to dig hard. So You're going to you dig. You got to dig that giant ball out of the ground. <laughs> Dave, you brought much joy to my life today. You got to dig deep. Oh my god! I mean, uh, so many interesting characters, but there are a couple where you're just like, and they kind of make the show in that way too. You're like, they're good, such good villains, you know. Yeah. In my head, anyway, you know. So, uh, yeah. that's how Tori's the villain of the season. Yeah, so far, right. Like, by Tori, she's like the most like on the nose villain, like almost like mustache twirling. Like you see her coming a million miles away. It's just like okay. <laughs> no, she, she's, she's the like, act one into act two villain the straightforward villain right and then they reveal the actual villain at the end because she gets she gets bodied you know imagine she wins out she's won every way she's gonna win every immunity challenge and then who has her in the draft jen as long Um, as she gets jonathan out that's her plan rocks would lose his mind yeah, well, that is a great rivalry here. The Roxroy versus Tory rivalry here is quite interesting. And the whole thing that happened with Tory, you know, basically saying Roxroy should have thanked them for this oh, this advantage, this twist was ridiculous. And like the the whole beginning of the episode, yeah, like where she wouldn't tell he wouldn't tell her about the the little retreat he did, and everything with Tory and Roxroy what? is like. You're gonna see someone. One of them's gonna vote each other out, and I'm really hoping it's Roxroy over Tori. <laughs> I mean, I really am. Well, she's was the reason nothing really, really to tell from the mountain summit too. There's nothing really to tell. Yeah, he's no. like nothing really happened. I did what was best for the tribes. Like, go away, yeah. you know. And uh, she's like, no, there was something more. Tell me, tell me, Roxroy. Yeah. I must know. <laughs> yeah, she's like Sleeping Beauty's villain or whatever. Like, she like uh, Carilla Deville from. She's like, like Carilla she's... Deville or that the one in uh, friggin' Little Mermaid, even. Yeah, uh, Ursula. Ursula. She's like Ursula a little bit. Yeah, she's just like you can get you by with your charms, your 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 pretty looks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that? Nope. Oh, this should be as bad. Can't, now we can't, can't hear you. Man. I'm muting myself as much as I can because you're cracking me up, Dave. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll here tonight. Yeah. Sorry, folks. I'm here all night. Uh, sort of actually. For a bit more. She but, is the on the nose villain. And the next villain is probably right now uh, Chanel. Uh, right. right? Just back on that whole like on the Tory versus Roxbury thing. Right. Like, so Tory's the only member from the blue team tribe that was on that winning um group tonight right. with with yeah. with jonathan right so when they're like well who do we send we send Lindsay or roxroy she's like send roxroy he's the worst and they're and and, and because jonathan is inclined jonathan and marianne for that matter are inclined yeah. to help Lindsay anyway they're like well Lindsay needs to eat look she's she's skinnier than roxroy so uh roxroy can go there and so and then he goes there 
And then he takes that power away from Tori, right? <laughs> Makes her unimmune after the challenge, but she wins immunity back just oh despite Roxroy at the end. It's great. It was great just to it, see it all like work out. It, it was. And, and that is the interesting thing that, you know, probes could totally have noticed that, you know, but he never does the, he never pits like the contestants against each other. That's one thing I noticed Probst never does. Like he easily could have been like, Roxroy, how do you feel that Tori has now won immunity? He'll do that Shut- at tribal, but not usually in the challenges. Right. No, yeah. He does. He really let, like, he lets the game play, which I think is something that I don't think I really ever thought about before, but he definitely, that's a conscious effort. Sometimes yeah. I think some of his questions at tribal are too are too leading or too pressing or you know I, I disagree because we know that tribal is a lot longer than what we currently see. So he probably has like a ton of questions that he provides and we only see the segments that are relevant for the episode. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like they apparently go for hours. Which with and- Marianne, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> she interjects in every single question. We're like, we want to go home before sunrise. Okay, stop talking. Like, it's like four in the morning. Probes is like, it's time to vote. But wait, I'm not ready to vote. Yeah, let me talk about the rabbit in the mailbox. Can you? I wonder. Can you filibust the um, tribal? Like, and just say I'm not ready to vote for like four hours straight, and just be like, just try to wait people out. Wait people if anybody out would then... do it, it would be high. I think high. I could see doing it. Like he's like, I'm not voting all night. That's how it's gonna be. Right. It just becomes a montage of just him talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, no. oh, was there anything we missed in this episode so far? Like I know we we, we were going for about an hour and twelve. Um, this was a great episode. It was. Yeah, it it was, was fantastic. Two episodes, episodes, really. But yeah, yeah. episodes. Sweeps. Uh, sweeps is a wonderful thing. It sweeps. Yeah, and like now we got this merge, and I'm really, I'm like, I'm really curious to see where this goes. Obviously, like whoever wins immunity next is going to be a big part. But like, who do you think is the biggest target right now? I mean, uh, after Jonathan. Well, like, oh, like you mean like who? Who? Marianne and Tori are definitely like. Yeah. And Chanel. And Chanel are all possibilities to go home at any time. And then just I, so is Jonathan. You I know. think Jonathan is going to, not Jonathan, I think Chanel's just, she's going to float on by because there's just too many people like to focus on. And she's, so she's untrustworthy. Don't tell her anything. I could see Drea and Chanel hooking up at some point too. Yeah. Maybe, but, but I think like, they just have similar, you know, similar dispositions and kind of might, might be able to bond. Because because yeah, like Drea took what Mike told her earlier on about Chanel so so seriously. You, there's a couple times where Chanel kind of comes close to Drea, and then basically Drea runs away every time. <laughs> right. right? She's just like, no, I don't want any part of you. Like, this, get out of here. Was it the the first time they split up immediately when she shows up? The second time was like, let's make a conscious effort. Let's include her. It's like, yeah, um, we were just talking, and uh, yeah, um, Matt and we're all into you. And we want to vote at Roxroy, right? Yeah. And then everyone's like, silence. And then it's like, okay, well, I there's some crabs I want to look after. And they split apart again. And it's just so obvious that everyone just seems so uncomfortable with her. Mary, are you asking are you asking Jonathan like why not Jonathan? Is that the question? Why didn't they vote him out? Or why but what you know, why did they Oh Jonathan, but why? Jonathan, but why? Or I, I maybe she was responding to the question of like who do we think is the biggest target? Oh, why, why Jonathan? Get rid of them? 
Jonathan is, I mean, how he, he's the biggest man he's out there. He's he's an obvious target just from his phys- physique, you know. As intimidation factor, like you know, yeah, like she's saying as much, yeah, like because you see, like Romeo's like we have to get him out because he will defeat like, and the way the Tory thinks, but Tory defeated him in that challenge, yeah, right. you know, right. and he wasn't even second place. Nope. Uh, no, he's so I'm seeing we're gonna start it's perception more challenges it's not reality. like those. We're gonna see challenges yeah. like those. He's not gonna be able to just run through them. No. And the more like the more that they get into puzzles and things like that, he'll he'll struggle even more. I think I believe. Like we'll see. Like you know, we'll see if he's more uh, if he's a, he's a great combination of brains and brawn. But even Lindsay's like he sucks at puzzles. Forget it. Like <laughs> yeah, we put Marianne on the puzzles. That's Marianne's little... on the puzzles. Like don't you tell her to go faster, or to flip, or to do prep right. work. You let her take her time. She will get it done. Oh lord. Yeah. I was I was so pulling for that team to make a comeback. Me too. Just, oh, just to like, just to put it in Marianne's face, especially after she said, "Oh, very helpful." Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah I was like, come on, Marianne, I have you in the draft. You're not helping my chances <laughs> of you winning this game. This is almost worse, right? But I, I'm really just hoping that Omar wins. That's more my my, my long term goal. And if Marianne wins, it's a bonus. I'm um, I'm excited to see who wins. I'm ex- I'm so excited. I, I would want to. See, I would want. Food, feed me, see more. Feed me, see more. And if you want burgers, you'll have your choice of three burgers. You got the quesadilla burger. Come on. You got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes. Or you got the, the classic bacon burger. Oh my god. Oh my god. You can, you can god. tell which one Jeff likes the best. He likes the whiskey burger. He likes the whiskey bacon burger. Yeah, he likes the. You can play it again, Dave. I gotta hear that one. Right Come on. Now. You got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes. <laughs> No, no, no. Give me the whole thing. Oh, oh, you want the whole thing? And if you want burgers, you'll have your choice of three burgers. You got the quesadilla burger. Come on. You got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes. Or you got the classic bacon burger. Oh, my God. Yeah, he doesn't like that one as much. He's like, classic bacon burger. No, you get the whiskey bacon. He's like, I can't pump up the classic bacon burger as much as the whiskey (laughs) bacon burger. (laughs) No. It's far superior. And the quesadilla burger, you know what? That's creative. I'll say that pretty cool, too. Wait, how does a quesadilla burger work? Is it just a quesadilla? Yeah, literally, that's what it is. If we just saw it, it's just like a big hunk of meat, and it's in like a quesadilla. Wait, wait. Is the the quesadilla the buns of the burger? No, I think it's a bun. I think there's a bun. I think there's like a, a patty, and I think that there's also a quesadilla like in there. Like I think it's. Just I would a... imagine if I was making a quesadilla burger, I would make the bun the quesadilla. Well, I, I think that's logic. Well, maybe we gotta look at Applebee's. We all have to go to Applebee's together, guys, and we have to find out what's going on with the quesadilla burger. We're going to Niagara Falls, or we're going to friggin' Ajax or, or Pickering. Yeah, well, we're going Sorry, to Ajax Pickering. to find Marianne. Marianne, where are you? Uh, we're gonna track her. She's like, hi guys. Hi, oh, here's Marianne. I'm shit swinging a machete. Man. Yeah, exactly. Jeff, you got any leads there on the um, on the quesadilla burger? Yeah, I'm working on it. What's that? <laughs> All right. Well, deep dive research. For dessert. dessert. Dessert? Hell yeah, dessert. The Applebee's brownie. Yeah. Oh, I love brownie. Which oh, which seems like such a like immediate the Applebee's brownie. I'm like, wait. You're, you're naming drinks after shark tanks and everything like that. And but the specialty drink is the shark bowl. The shark, shark bowl. bowl. Yes. But your brownie is just called the Applebee's brownie. It's the, Applebee, it's, it's the Applebee's brownie. And like Marianne's like, I love brownies. I bet she does. Yeah. She, the, the apple. 
the it looks like the quesadilla burger is not s- served anymore at Applebee's. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, at least it's not on their menu. But the whiskey. Are you looking at ca or or dot com? Canadian website or the American? This is the American website. Ooh. The the yeah, it's the whiskey bacon burger is definitely there. You have the classic bacon cheeseburger. You have a bacon cheddar grilled chicken sandwich. But I don't see I, I don't see a quesadilla burger. Not that they don't serve it, but it's not on their main menu. Oh my god, it's quesadilla burger. But it, lo- it does look like it's a burger, like meat inside a quesadilla, which doesn't make it a quesadilla burger. Doesn't. But that's just what they call it. That's just there's a they- there's an old El Paso copycat Applebee's quesadilla burger. Right. Page not found. It's, it's they're trying to erase this thing from existence. <laughs> erase it yeah. from memory. Yeah, you can release that recipe. <laughs> no, that's an unholy alliance of quesadillas and burgers. The original uh, owners is fighting Applebee's for compensation. Yeah, what do you think, Mike? I'm a burger kind of guy. Right, burger. Mike. That's right. <laughs> um, oh my god. All right, well, guys, I think we can uh, we can we can uh, close the books on this uh, this this two hour episode. It was a good one. It was a lot of fun. I feel like uh, the season's got a real a lot of momentum going in here, and I think that there's a lot of great possibilities. A lot of people rootable in this season. I find even yeah. more so than last season, uh, where I wasn't as invested. You've had what a quesadilla burger? I've had one. Not it's okay. She's she's saying don't 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 hype up the quesadilla burger. It's probably not go, very see? good, but the, that's why. See, I think Jeff has had a, maybe one or two of those whiskey bacon burgers before a challenge. Come on, you got the whiskey bacon burger. Yes, oh. he has it in this tent. They probably had Applebee's for like a week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like uh, the the people that came out, like the servers. I don't think that they, they were uh, native Fijians. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> on the record. Uh, they they did. Uh, if you just had to look like. They Dude, just, they, just imagine for your job it's like we're sending you out to fiji because uh we're gonna do a co-promotion with survivor it'd be great during the pandemic <laughs> hey we're gonna send you to fiji and you're gonna have to serve some survivor players like a, a quesadilla burger or a whiskey bacon burger or all of the above right you know it just jonathan eating all the burgers give me all the burgers give me all the shark bowls give me all the the he, like, what, what do you say about the wings he's like these wings are perfect um, crispy on the outside tender inside there's something about the food of survivor that i i do enjoy like just like you see these hungry people love it so much more um, it's been but 13 days says that the pizza sucks though but they have no rice i i agree give them no rice. they give only the consolation uh, to, uh people the rice tonight well that's that, do you think that jonathan was kept tonight because he was actually getting food like do you think that's also a part of it he caught a lot of food. <laughs> he did. He got like an octopus. He caught like a crab. He almost got a well, yeah, they, wait, we didn't talk, like I, I gotta think that that's gotta be in their minds, right? Like how oh, much hungrier can they get? Yeah. I mean, I would keep him around, you know, just to, yeah, get me food. Like you think with all the seafood they can catch around there, plus whatever else, it wouldn't it shouldn't be that bad. No, well, unless you're Erica, and you know what I mean. Like a lot of players just sit there and take it and just suffer. You know what I mean, just suffer. There's, because it's, it's very few, people. actually, where you get an Aussie or you get a Jonathan yeah. that can can actually use the spear properly, right? And actually bring in food. Yeah, it's, and not have it's a not that hard. Like I would like to think I could do it, but maybe I couldn't. I don't know. Like 
Well, that you need to go to Fiji and uh, get a spear. I'm going, fish. guys. I'm going to Survivor 44. Uh, that's my. I'm sure I'm, I'm too late for 43 at this point. Or maybe it's even 45. 45. Uh, and what about that beetle that landed on Roxroy? We didn't even talk about that. I awesome. loved the wing beetle. It's Paul it was McCartney. A, it was it a dung beetle? So it was no. a, I don't know, some sort of flying beetle. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Love Roxroy. Nothing phases. Rocks. All right, Dave. Uh, yeah, I think we're ready to move on to the Big Brother podcast. So meet us over there. Oh no, we're not doing Big Brother tonight. We're, we weren't doing oh. Big Brother tonight. Oh, we're not doing Big Brother. Oh, no, yeah, because because we're like episode. It's two hour episode. We had to do this. So we'll be on tomorrow to talk about Big Brother Canada Ten eviction. Jeffrey, you curling? Uh, tomorrow I am at six forty five. So depends what time you're going to be on. Uh, we'll be on a little later because I have to do the uh, Picard podcast first. So if you're Should able to, be to join, if you're able to join us by ten p.m., uh, we'll be talking about the. You might have to fill me in on what happened. Yeah, we'll tell we'll tell you what's going on with the eviction because uh, tomorrow night, yeah, there will be the the seventh, uh, I guess, eviction, or actually no eighth because they've had a double eviction yeah. in there. So the week, the week seven eviction is tomorrow on Big Brother Canada ten. We'll be talking about that, and then in a week's time, we'll be back to talk about the next episode of Survivor forty two episode eight. It's going to be called "You Better Be Wearing a Seatbelt" out there in, in Fiji. Right. Um, I, I might I, not be here next week. Okay. Well, yeah, because uh, it's game three, I believe. For the Raptors? Yes. Okay. That's a home game. It's a home game. You got Hey, it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, okay. So next week we'll be talking. Uh, Jeff and I may be talking about that one. Uh, but I'm sure we'll we'll catch up with you the week after that. Um, and uh, what else, guys? And uh, here on on Super Mario Brothers podcasting, we talk about other things other than just Survivor and Big Brother. Uh, we also talk about Marvel, uh, the MCU podcasts uh, we've been covering since WandaVision. If you like those uh, things, we um, most the most recent one we did was back in January. Jeff and I talked about Hawkeye. But uh, Moon Knight uh, has now got three of their six episodes out. When all six episodes are finally done, we are going to break that whole season down. Uh, and then uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up on May uh, was that six that comes yep. out. So probably that weekend we'll we'll cover that episode or that movie. Sorry. Um, and, got your uh, tickets? I know Dave. You got Jeff. Did you get your tickets for what? Doctor uh, Strange? Not yet. No. I I'm see seeing it. it in. I'm seeing it with the smell of vision, Jeff. I got. I got, I got these. So you know, I'll, I'll head to a Cineplex near me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> going, going for that premium experience um and then uh, what else uh, and then ozark jeff will be ozark, talking about yeah. in, in the near ozark. future That's as well it's coming up and i think westworld is coming back i think at some point uh there's supposed to be a season four i, I don't care about the hype but that comes when it comes you know <laughs> yeah it is that seems how, to be how hbo feels about it too they're like oh yeah. you'll you'll get it when you get it and it will yeah. be what it is that's exactly what and it'll be good but it, it's just you know yeah. you know it's not and, one of those shows you build up if you guys ever want to talk about severance i would totally talk about severance <laughs> jeff um, did you not hear about this new show that dave discovered called severance it only came uh, out in february it's pretty good uh, uh dave told me all about it it was ben stiller and you know <laughs> producing it and everything that's going on with that. if it only was on your radar javiel you know? i've been watching it from the get-go dude yeah, okay. I'm, I'm all caught up. I've watched the whole thing. So okay. uh, great finale. It was one of the best finales I've seen in TV in years, um, you know, for a lot of different shows. So I, a lot of, lot of potential there. Jeff, if you have not checked that out, 
go check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, that's Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Also, we have another channel, Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel <laughs> on Monday nights. We're talking about Star Trek Enterprise with Jody Simpson and Adam Woodward and uh, and Kevin Millard. Uh, we just talked about the episode. Uh, what was that episode? It was. Um, um, is it the Dean Stockwell episode or is that next week? That's next week. Next week we're talking about the Dean Stockwell episode. The one we just did uh, featured uh, Odo. It was called Oasis. It had Rene Aubergenois and, and had any worshipped who was the new Borg Queen. So uh, she in her first like uh, on screen appearance, like it was her first like going off of like the stage and going onto the the, the small screen and now. Uh, and she's done some movies as well. So anyway, so we talk about Star Trek Enterprise on Monday nights, on Tuesday nights, at least for one more week uh, until we we have to switch it up for a bit for uh, for ball hockey. Um, we'll be next last night. We were talking about for the uniform on our Star Trek D Space Nine at Nine ish podcast. Uh, next week is in Purgatory Shadow. Uh, that will be the next. So if you if you ever seen Star Trek D Space Nine, we've been going through all those episodes, breaking them down, rating them, giving the trivia, giving the fun facts. All of it's there. And then on Thursdays, we're talking about the newest episode, which right now is Star Trek Picard season two, episode seven coming up this uh, tomorrow. I'll be talking about that with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward and Davin Skillhorn. It's called Monsters, uh, which is also going to feature the wife of uh, Patrick Stewart, who plays Jean-Luc Picard, Sunny Ozell. Apparently she's going to be in the episode. Um, and then uh, Star Trek Radio Theater, we do where we do script reads of Star Trek uh, over on that channel. And uh, most recently we did uh, the episode Darmok from Star Trek The Next Generation's fifth season. Uh, we did this with our friends. This was a real fun one. If you can listen to the live read, it's up on our YouTube channel. Or the uh, full audio produced uh, drama will come out uh, probably probably next week or so. Um, and what else am I forgetting, guys? Uh, check out Trivial Debates, our uh, one where we argue movies, TV, sports. That's a monthly show. We usually do it on the last Sunday of every month. Uh, Eamon Mater set to host the next one, uh, and I uh, will be doing that on May 1st, yep, which is coming up. And uh, Chris Seymour could be host competing in that one. Also, check out our friends' podcast on Wednesday nights, the Hell, the Hellburn podcast, Hellbound. Hell, Hellbound. Sorry, that's late. <laughs> Hellbound podcast, uh, with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan, Discovery Zone, Michael Chan. Yep, uh, you can also check out Let's Talk About Fighting Games with Sam Jerka, also known as Eamon Mater, along with Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia. They're Paranoia. talking. Paranoia. They're talking about Mega Man. They're talking about Baiku. They're talking about King of Fighters. Check it out. And uh, and of course, uh, check out Davin Skillhorn, our our cousin and yours. Uh, he's doing um, the Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek theme channel, and he's X-Men the Animated Series X-Rated, where him and his friend Andre go through each episode of X-Men the Animated Series and talk about it and rate it very similar to what kind of what we do on our Live Long and Podcast. Anyway, that's it. And, uh, and we're going to come off here for Survivor 42 episodes six and seven you can't hide on survivor and the devil you do or the devil you don't all right thank you jamil thank you jeff and uh until next time guys remember we'll always have applebee's cheers to us y'all we'll always have applebee's (laughs) oh thank you